So everybody, welcome to our brand new podcast called Bumpers for Goalposts. Uh, we're just four lads who thought, why not talk about it and film it? We're just sport lovers, a bit of everything. On this podcast, you'll hear all sports that we really enjoy. You're looking at football, rugby, cricket, anything that really could, uh, tickles our fancy. So here we go. People have got in trouble for saying stuff like that, mate. Four lads wanted to film it, but we won't go any further with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, so, so a website we got... put four lads in soon, you might come up something naughty, but yeah, yeah, don't want to get taken off YouTube just yet, boys. But we're here for the long run, hopefully. So, we're going to see how it goes, and uh, let's get into it. What's on today's show, then, Mitch? What we got? Uh, well, our main topic of conversation we're looking at five aside, making a five aside team for football, our athletes outside of football. Uh, I know there's a couple of big ones, I know we've got. But I'm really interesting. I've got, I've got some crackers for this. I mean, yeah, hopefully I'll have as well. Uh, we're also going to be looking at our bets of the weekend, what tips we're sort of offering, and a preview to the sport ahead of us. Look at the Super Bowl, the racing, uh, City Liverpool on Sunday. It's a big game, top of the league. Like. So, some really good uh, topics we can bring up. Um, as we've almost forgotten, but we'll just go along with it. We forgot to introduce ourselves. So, I suppose I'd better get on with it. Uh, I'm Joe, probably interested in most sports and rattle on about them. You know, definitely got an opinion from anything from basketball, football, rugby, horse racing, F1, you name it. Probably involved. We've got uh, better with you, Adam Turner, in the corner. Well, uh, yeah, I'm Adam. Uh, same, interested in all sports, really. Not, don't know an awful lot about them all, but uh, yeah. yeah. Certainly, certainly can't play them. <laughs> so, yeah, especially that. Uh, yeah, on Mitch, really love the football, really. Uh, American football, big fan. Get into basketball, get into baseball, that sort of stuff. But yeah, all round, all round, really. And Kaju, are you still there, Kaju? Still with us? All right, he's having a few technical issues, so we're just moving, moving on with Kaju. He's bottled it already. Yeah, he's, that's him. Out, the first out podcast is nice ruined. He's ruined. Nice and early, mate. Straight out. But I was going to say, um, I was the football manager saves going, fellas, before we get started, out of interest. Uh, well, I've, I've just just made a move of Bob Bradley into the coaching staff in Colorado Rapids. So, Brad Bobby. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel strong. I feel strong. I'm currently uh, top of the league by like 15 points. It's not super big, but it's a farmers league. But you know, every step matters when you're making the uh, MLS a better league. I've l- you, lost Adam? ideas. Last uh, last I heard, the statue of me was being built still outside um, Aberdeen Stadium. Such is the success recently. <laughs> My time at Stoke was uh, pretty miserable and I'm out of hole. Hole's going all right. We're doing all right. I've just got Serbia. I've had a cracker with Serbia. Got no, a fun, fact, <clears throat> fun fact. Hull don't have BT. They don't, they don't run in Hull. Yeah. BT don't run in Hull? Yeah, so they don't have BT in Hull. Honestly, oh my god! Don't have beat. They only have like their own Wi-Fi, not their own. She's quite surprised they got cable in a hole anyway. But um, it's not yeah, like yeah, it's cable. Barrel wasteland up there, isn't it? <laughs> so I was going to say, I took Serbia to the European Championships. So we qualified in second behind Poland. It was a bit. It was a bit touch and go. Like, what's it called? Uh, it. Uh, what's the, what's the saying? 
Oh, squeaky bum time, that's the one. Squeaky bum time. Oh, <laughs> some time with that. Literally, yeah, yeah that, that's it. Not any of the others. We'll come out of a few more. But I'll keep it clean. <laughs> keep it clean. But yeah, we are uh, two games out. We were second. We uh, we lost away in Georgia. It was a 30 we yard cracker. We lost one, one nil away in Georgia, which dropped us down to fourth. Finland over Twitter. And uh, we managed to beat the Faroe Islands 2 0 to qualify in the final game. So uh, we Steve. edged. Edged into the Euros by one point, so uh, automatic. But um, now, yeah. uh, now Sam, now Sam fixed the internet. Well, uh, Sam, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Sam, I like my football, NFL, cricket, you name it. Lovely football is my ideal, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah I'll say. Yeah, oh, lower, lower leagues is where it's at, really, isn't it? That's why. Yeah. Lower league is the ideal. League, league two, league one is a dream. The old and meat and potato pie, isn't it, Sam? That's the one. Beautiful. Beautiful. But, um, we love it. So, what we said we're going to do every week, guys, is um, we're going to wear a sports shirt once once every week. Probably say a little bit about it. It's just part of it. We all, we've all got a bit of kit, haven't we? We like a little 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 zoop on Depop. We'll get in the sales and some sports shops <laughs> and see what we got. As we can say, we're all wearing some shocking clover at times. But go on, Mitch, what you got on? Uh, I've got Conference City's third shirt this season. It oh, is made God. especially representing, and we've got City of Culture 2021. So, uh, City does have oh, a full of... Hall has won that in the past. Hall don't even have BT Wi-Fi. So, I mean, <laughs> City, City of Culture is normally... One, it's a really, your city's so shit, but it's gotten a tiny bit better in the yeah. last five years. Uh, so, we've pumped we've we've some money into it. We've got City of Culture. We've yeah. got an on-the-up university, we've got a bang-average football team, we've got an half-decent rugby team. I mean, like, there's a lot of things going on this year. I mean, so, you, you, you didn't want to be associated to the Carver Wasps at one point, mate, and now you're saying they're a half-decent rugby team. It's not Carver Wasps, it's not Carver Wasps. Right, this conversation oh, right now. I've actually been to Carver, um, and it was, it was better than Sorry expected. Sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, yeah, it was better than expected. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was all, it was all right. The Rico, I was impressed with the Rico. I thought it was not. It was an arena. It wasn't Awful. a nice pack. But yeah. yeah, it was about the way, but it was a nice arena. It's got, the best um, thing about it is the casino underneath it, and that's about it. Yeah, I never got a chance to play in there, just as well, probably, in our habits. But, um, yeah, what have you got on in Cardio? What have you brought us? Uh, I've gone for a 1994 Bologna away shirt. Oh, I've got a really obscure on it. Oh, yeah, he hasn't got any. You weren't even born then. Have you found that? Classic football shirts, didn't I? Oh, wait, I was, I was, I was, How much does that set you back, Sam? You what? How much does that set you back? Oh, 60 quid. Fucking hell, that's a shift in the pub, mate. We'll be on a bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the furlough. Is that where your money's going? Not saving it, then. I'm shitting yeah. second um, 90s shirts. Go on then, Adam. What have you brought us? I think I can see. Well, not really a, not really a shirt because it's Baltic in my room, so it's more a uh, Seattle Seahawks jumper. Purchased in America, though, to be fair. Oh, so, um, I'll give you that. A bit of validity around it all, yeah. Got some legitimacy. But yeah, uh, too cold for shirt in here. That's, that's a student housing, that. Yeah, yeah I'm debating it. Heating it all over. Heat up overnight. I've got the Munster first kit, the, the league kit for this season. Um, 
My uh, family hails from Munster Harsters. Well, you, you, you pretend you do anyway. Yeah, at least you <laughs> pretend. But plastic, so don't get too near the radio. I'm out, is what I like to say. Uh, as you'll see when I cover the rugby, I'll be uh, pro-Ireland and pro-England, which not many people are. Um, won't get into politics on this show, but um, yeah, I've got uh, Munster on one side, Gloucester on the other side, and uh, yeah, same with, uh, hey, same with my national... Well, how hey, Gloucester doing this season, mate? Oh, uh, well, we're lucky no one's going to get relegated this year, because what's going on, the championship haven't been played, otherwise we would, because we've been absolutely shit. Um, I've seen Matthias uh, Alamano, our second row in Tesco's, well, he's in every Tuesday, and he's, he's normally in about three times a week, mate. I, I went to my, I was telling my dad about it the other day, and I was going, God, he ain't, he ain't actually that big a bloke for a second row. Well, I come around the corner the other day, stood next to him, fuck, you know, he's a big boy, mate. So, we're just going to have a few words with him. So, yeah, uh, get it together, lads. But, <laughs> change my he's mind. Playing he's playing this way. Yeah. Well, he, he's told me like a deck chair, so I thought I'd better not. Um, but he's, you uh, and yeah, but, in six months. You might have to start. You might have to take up a job at Tesco's. It is right, mate. The way they're playing. But um, no, he's a, he's been good for us. He's an international. But yeah, it's not not been not been a great time to be to be at King's Home. So uh, attention's turned to Toman Park for this season, just for now, because you know we're all glory fans at heart, aren't we? You say he's an international in rugby, right? But if you're not one of like five countries, you're irrelevant. So oh, oh. well, I knew who he was, so that's all that matters. So um. Alamana, Matthias, if you ever want to come on here, mate, you're more than welcome. I'm sure you'll see it. So uh, I'm just going to give you a yeah, shout I'm out. Sure, here, I'm, mate. Sure, I'm sure you'll see Joe in aisle seven at Tesco anytime you want as well, mate. Oh, I don't <laughs> actually work at Tesco's, guys. Um, <laughs> it's not, um, I've graduated uni, sadly, in a, in a sorry time. But I'm loving my time at Tesco's, uh, waiting to sign a contract to extension, see if they're triggering my extension. Let's see. What, what? And it, and it wasn't the clause? Salon fee. Salon fee. Well, I was going to say, um, well, there's definitely no buyback buyback clause because I didn't, well, I didn't really have a proper job before, did I? I don't know. Gonna, it's not, yeah. I won't well, get, get into that. I won't get into that. I was a student. If that counts as a full-time occupation. But I don't think MMU are wanting to buy me back. They want, they want me to pay 10 grand for a master's. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that, guys. Let's move on, then. Let's move on rather than my career prospect. Um, we're off on. So, we kick off with the five side team, yeah? Yeah, how would you find uh, it, guys? So, so I, I got my I got my five really well. So the the rules were uh, you had to get five players, two subs, and then you couldn't have one. You couldn't have more than one person <clears> from the same sport. So I got my five really well. I thought of like I went logically. I went right. Who's going to be an absolute beast? And then I thought also, oh, who really likes football? So who knows the rules? When you think about like Americans, so who would do well with the rules as well? So I kind of went yeah. like both logically. And like physically, I've kind of gone. I've kind of gone a bit, um, a bit like that. I wouldn't go as far as who likes football. I don't know these no, people. I uh, I've kind of more physically. I've kind of brought, yeah, their skill setting their sport into it. Yeah, maybe what the sport they do is. Um, got a couple of gems, or I'm I'm quite happy with a couple of them. And, it, and it, you know, you always get a couple that are weaker because it's always a bit harder when you go to it, isn't it? But um, it, go on, Adam. Who's your keeper? I think me and you might have the yeah, same that, person. I don't think we do because mine's really, really rogue here. Um, I've gone. This guy. This guy's certainly got ninety-nine reflexes. Put it that way. I know um, we've gone the same person. We've gone the same person. Justin. Aussie. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, all right. 
Is that you? Yeah, anyway, athletic, athletic, nimble little nifty man, Tom Daly. Oh, in goal. Oh, I was thinking about him earlier. In goal. That is rude. Yeah. Small goals. The guy yeah. all over the place. No, no, no. That is an awful choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to dive about it, really. That's, I ran out of sports. He's tiny, he's tiny, 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 I've got one way better than that thinking swimming pool. I didn't know there's more than one swimmer. My my one's probably not got that kind of comedy factor or like, oh yeah, I see that. Comedy. But um <laughs> one of the greatest wicket keepers ever, safe pair of hands, you, mate. Uh, it's uh, Adam Gilchrist. Yeah. You you got wiki, you're thinking hands, but he's, he's, he's quick here, but if he's not he's, I mean, it's a little bit boring be picking a wiki to go in goal. I was a little bit like oh yeah but I mean transferable skills. He is one of the best, if not the best. Um so Adam Gilchrist, really. Mm, I've gone NFL. I've gone Kelsey I'll check out then. So he's got his own Kansas City. He's six five. He's good with his hands. He's physical. He's massive. Too big. Too he's, big for far to side. He's going uh, to get that ball anywhere. He's going to catch that ball anywhere. No problem. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I don't know. Going is he going to get down? Is he going to get down? Is he going to get down? He's going to get down. Tom Daly. Tom Daly going to be in the corners. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Oh, okay. All right. So I've got one of two. I've got one. I'll let you guys pick the one of two. So I went, right, who is the best shot stopper in the NHL? I've checked the statistics, and last season it was uh, Peter Mazra, two shutouts. He had 0.99 goals against average per game. His save percentage was 0.995, and he was a top, on, top of the all goalies in the NHL. Or I've gone for Michael Phelps with his wingspan coming <laughs> to 2.1 metres, true athlete with a total of 28 medals. You're not um, gonna, like, he's I've actually got that. Michael Phelps on my bench, and uh, really? he was a. Uh, I actually had three on my bench because I had one that I wasn't sure about, but I've gone. I put Michael Phelps as my last choice. I've gone. I've Michael Phelps as well. I've gone serial winner, and can and, and yeah. you know can take you to deep waters. Um, so does that mean? Him. Does that mean then for our dream team? Because we do have Michael Phelps, we have to put Michael Phelps in net. Uh, I wouldn't have had him in that though. No, I don't. Well, thank you. Oh, he looks like a keeper. He's a big boy, isn't he? Point one, like two, like his, his arms. Yeah. Than, like, me, I like, think I it's between him and Daly. Um, for me, or Gilchrist, but uh, obviously no one seemed too keen on that idea. Um, <laughs> I probably keep on this one. I'm going. Um, Daily boys, what are you saying? What is that? Is that a great university? Don Daly, I'm playing. I'm I'm probably going. I'm 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 going. i yeah, I've got NHL goalie. If you're thinking similar size goal, maybe a little bit bigger on a, on a, on a five-a-side pitch. And he, he was literally way ahead of anyone. Yeah. But if we've all got Michael Phelps, I think we should put Michael Phelps in. Because he would, he'd yeah. make his arms massive. His wingspan is huge. He, just, he would I'm literally cover that. a whole five-a-side goal. Um, 
I'm happy to put Faust at last. Any case for Adam Gilchrist from anybody else? Nah, I think he, he can stay in Australia. He won't be coming to Platfields for the five-a-side. I don't think he could handle Platfields, mate. I don't think he could. <laughs> or Lane. Can't do on a cold is not in Manchester, mate. No chance. Um, <laughs> let's head to... Uh, what I've, I've written down, I'll check if you guys... I've gone... The GK, I've gone 2-2-1. Two, two, I've gone 1-2... Two, two, I've gone... What would you go 2-2-1? Two, two, should go. You should only have. You're playing five. You uh, yeah, you play. You play me plenty of times for football manager. You know how I set up, mate. Compact from the yeah, back. Yeah, if you're playing, if you're playing five, you're not playing five. You're playing five. The soldier. You have four outfielders. Well, oh, I've I've gone one two one. I used to play six. I've gone one two one. one, one, one. one. Oh, I've gone I've gone one two one for fluidity. Bollocks! I used to play six aside, so I've just naturally put six, six players, five outfield. There you go then. You, you oh, oh, I, I know, I, I know, I'm cutting then. Oh, it changes things. <sighs> the balance thrown. That's a great start, right. isn't it, boys. First podcast. Well, what what made you go? I've gone one two one for fluidity, and I've played real. Start with centre half then. Yeah, I think you got to go one two one. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you my two cases for centre half then. All right. Go on. Because I've got it wrong. Um. First choice is The Undertaker. He's <laughs> too slow, man. What are you on about? Oh, you got 65. That is where you're wrong. He brings size, skill, and athleticism. He's very athletic for a big man. He's absolute oh, nails. He's intimidating. It'd be great in the air because he's six foot ten, and he's a serial winner. That's my claim for The Undertaker. But, but, the dead man. But, He's probably got dodgy knees, and after two minutes, of him <laughs> off, he's gone. Mate, we're talking, he's back <laughs> we're talking injury. Mate, I reckon the Undertaker still do a job, but he probably could, but he only for five minutes. The man's fifty years old, surely. Well, 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 my other pick's fucking even older, so good luck. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, pick, I'm picking him in his prime, this guy. Um, I'm not sure many. You of can't pick him in the prime where they're at now. Can't. <laughs> we haven't. Well, right, well, the next one then, he's, he's a Cheltenham legend, so that, that that's just kicks it off, which is always nice. Uh, he's great in the air, mate. Fearless. He flies like a bird. Eddie the Eagle. Great in the air, mate. That's what I want. He'll get minced meat on a, yeah, in the cage on a Wednesday night. Yeah. You don't, you don't no, that, oh, they, are all, they are they are awful picks. They are awful picks. I have never they ever. Heard You're thinking about it too much. Like playing my feet. I'm talking. He's great in the air. Yeah, he might be, but he still didn't win a medal. So what's the point? <laughs> he's clearly oh, not. That's all. He spent all his time with make believe bloody ski slopes or whatever, struggling away. Well, um, yeah. I hate both of them picks. I've gone for. I've gone for a single oh, route where pretty... Sam went on the goalkeeper. I've gone for JJ Watt, right? So he's stacked yeah, on defense. I know he is, yeah. So so he's, he's combined, right? He did a forty-yard dash in four point nine one, which isn't it isn't quick, but he's a big blow. Vertical was thirty-seven inches. Broad jump was one hundred and twenty inches, and he benched two hundred and twenty-five pounds thirty-four times. This was in his combine, right? Which is like ten years ago now. Um, his consistency on and off every season always hits big numbers. He's one of the best in position. And he's six foot five and weighs nearly three hundred pounds and would be some beast at the back. If you run towards him, he wouldn't move. You just bounce off him. You would not get past him. He's an absolute machine, and he loves football. And he loves he's football. Definitely an option. He's definitely he's, he's a huge. Yeah, it's a good option. I'll give you that. 
So I went similarly. He's an American. He knows the rules. He loves football. He loves playing football. And he's an absolute beast. I went, I went similarly with the NFL. I went with him. One, probably the greatest of all time in the sport, Tom Brady. Um, with, because I'm playing him in my, in my Guardiola fluid style system as a deep line playmaker. <laughs> Comfortable in the pocket there, under pressure. Oh, he'll just skip round you. You know when you used to play school at, at football at school and like your PE teacher would join in and you just couldn't get the ball off him? That would be Tom Brady, spraying the passes, controlling the game. Your explanation there was tremendous. You sit back in the pocket, can play, can play with the ball. I, I'm all in on a Tom Brady boat after that. That's what I'm after. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I bought it. 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 I He's in the form of his life, and he's got to do a job. And he's going to wind up the other team. He's confident. He's confident, Adam. That's all that matters. He's going to I've wind got up the other so much. I've got him on my bench, and I'll tell you why later, but I'm not sticking him centre-half. Yeah, I'm all in on I'm going to say, um, also, it is one from each sport room, but so we'll have to take that into account when we draft our dream team. But I, I, I'm in, I'm, my vote's going Brady. Nice. So Andrew will go Brady. I'll go I'll go JJ Watt still because I, I do think you want the beast to back. I'm scared yeah, of JJ Watt. I'd rather have JJ Watt in there, I think, if we're talking Brady or Watt. Uh well we, should we revisit that? Yeah, we'll come back yeah, to that. Yeah. Uh, uh we've got two midfield. Uh why don't you kick us off with this one, Sam? Well, I've gone I've gone for a Steven Gerrard type, passionate leader, it's gonna pick you up out of depth as he has done many times, heading leagues in the after the defence though. All day long. I've Captain. also got bad jokes. Yeah. One of the Captain Lee, the rounder as well, isn't he? Right. So, so the thing, thing is, wonderful left boot. The, the issue, yeah. I'll tell you something, right? The issue if we take Ben Stokes, we're going to miss out on a cricketer who played for Cholton at youth level. So, <laughs> we actually have, we actually have, we actually have a set professional footballer at cricket. If you want to take Ben Stokes, you miss out on Joe Denley. Joe Denley, does he? Yeah, apparently yeah. he's an absolute, absolute ball. Oh, that has opened up so much to me now. I've just said that. Like, I, I could think Danny Kerr, well, former scrum up, uh, former England scrum yeah, up. Didn't he play football as well? Play, he used to play Sheffield United Academy, stuff like that. I can't believe I've just missed yeah. that. And he, I, he could just imagine he's a class footballer anyway, mate. Well, I've got a so, Devon rugby player involved in midfield, and he's so, one of the greatest midfielders oh, yeah. ever. Sorry? I've got another rugby player involved. I think we're yeah, all no, going to have to maybe. Just, well, I'll, I'll kick it off then. I'll go. He's one of the greatest midfielders ever in rugby. One of the greatest players ever in rugby. Uh, one of the greatest footballers in rugby. He hails from Dublin, Ireland, and it's Brian O'Driscoll. He was an incredible footballer, incredible skill set, transferable skills. Albeit, I know he's brilliant at, with his hands, but. He, I could just imagine him making it work, mate. He had skills for days. He's a perfect guy I to put in on my field, mate. He's got so much I talent. I think he's the same type of midfielder as Ben Stokes if we're having him in there in terms of that passion. You see, if you, want, if you also want passion and pride, I've got one who can also play Khabib, right? Khabib, you see Khabib's finish on Twitter the other day. He absolutely banged oh. Khabib. Yeah, Khabib smacked right on Twitter. He smacked like a 30-yard 30 30 banger, top bins. Honestly, it was unreal. 
I've well, got I a would... strong, athletic, powerful, all-round scary man in midfield. You I, I, want to I, I see. I see Khabib playing more of a centre-back role, right-back role. Aggression, probably yeah. not having much, but having no positional awareness, rushing out, making tackles, aggression. The problem is I couldn't put Khabib in a one at the back. He's got. He clearly hasn't got a brain for football. It's he a liability. Have, yeah. Yeah. Putting someone next to him, you can speak Russian. You might be all right. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe one of the Borutsky brothers. So, so uh, what are we thinking brothers. then? So for first, for the first choice of centre midfield, for the for the boss, for the big man in midfield, what we're thinking? Uh, we've also got, beast in the field. What who have you gone with, Adam? Who did you? I, well, I, I kind of had to go rugby because I couldn't think of any more sports. I went Owen Farrell, which is a bit beige, but yeah. I just thought you're not gonna not gonna knock him off the ball very easily. I reckon he's like leader in the middle. He's a, of yeah, he's a strong lad, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, I've also put Floyd Money Mayweather in there. <laughs> um, another serial winner, a match. Uh, got a hell of an engine on him. It go twelve rounds, easy ninety minutes. You ain't got to worry that that you know mm-hmm. when it when the breaking up play, putting the ball up back off, simple football, but winning football. I, I think Floyd Mayweather will play. That's his boxing style. Bring that into the football pitch. I think he brings a lot lot to that five side team. Okay, right. So so ball winning midfielder. Who are we going for? What do you think? Floyd, mate. I don't think Floyd. I just I think I think I like get on everyone's nerves. I think he'd get on everyone's oh. nerves and everyone would be dumb with him. So all day long. All day long. But like, like I said, like I said I, I, in cricket, I'd rather have Denley, who is, who is proven. You know, the cricket, English cricket, or the lads' cricket, they love to play football in the warm-up, all the England lads, and they all think Denley's unreal. I think so, we've all thought of this slightly different, though. Like, throw it myself, yeah. I've not gone on anyone's sport footballing ability. I've gone on what their sport is and their skill set. To if they could play football at an average level. Like, for example, I don't know if the Undertaker even knows what football is. Can he kick a football? Who knows? But if he could, at his size, athleticism, with <laughs> his skill set, as, as the Undertaker, Eddie the Eagle, great in the air, kick a football. Floyd, same. That's kind of what I'm working with, whereas Mitch, you, you've, uh, you've gone to their footballing career. You've gone for the footballers in the, uh, in the other sports. Um, depends what we're That's going with them, boys. Teach- so this is our first midfielder. Yeah, so the ball yeah. midfielder. So this is the ball winning midfielder who's an absolute unit, can be good with his feet, really good transferable skills, like they can probably score bangers, pick a pass, but also loves attack. I'm, 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 I'm having Steven Gerrard is F is gonna be stoked to it. He's gonna you know he's just gonna in the like to win yeah. the league the five star game, he's gonna hit one from halfway. I don't know if I Stokes. Well, who well, are we putting up creative midfielder? How creative yeah, is our creative midfielder? Because Stokes is a playmaker. Well, I, I think Stokes is going to smash the bat around enough that he can, he can definitely create chances, can't he? Um, no, I, I, think, I think if you bring Stokes in, he's going to be he's going to be a beef. He's not going to be uh, like. Is it going to be your Roy Keane, not your Frank Lampard? All right, we got. Oh, I've got Frank Lampard coming. Yeah. Right, so I'm guessing it's. I'm guessing we're taking Stokes as our ball winning midfielder. Stokes, yeah. All right, who's the other midfielder then, Sam? Who's your Lampard? Right, I wasn't. I wasn't too sure. Let's go with this. I struggle with this one. Uh, and as you know, I don't know anything about rugby. But I went. I did a bit of research. I went with John. You went there. I went with Johnny May, just because apparently he's quick. He's, he's, absolutely, he's, he's absolutely he's, rapid, mate. But 
He's Bradford. Um, is he a winger? I think he's a winger. He's a winger, yeah. That's that, that's that spark, I reckon. Just bring a team. Uh, I mean, he definitely wouldn't be a, he's a crap defender, so you definitely wouldn't put him in the Stokes role. But um, that's I think Johnny, yeah. he's, a, he's a top-notch finisher, Johnny. Man. I wouldn't put him in the field. Uh, if he was going anywhere, he'd be going up front. But um, if you're talking on that actual, his ability and his sport transferring to our five-a-side team, he'd be up front for me. Um, for midfield, I mean, to me, it's Bard or Mayweather. But we've got our Mayweather. I'm probably... I mean, my nominees are Driscoll then, unless anyone's got anything better. Obviously, fire away. Who you got, Adam, for your... For your... Man was just going foul, wasn't it? But I don't, really, I don't know if he's got that spark. You see, mm-hmm. see, I, I had Joe Denley. But when, you, when, you play, when you play for like a decent youth-level setup, you're going to be tricky. And that's why I thought that. But if you're going to Stokes, you can't go Denley. It's got to so... be a Driscoll. If you're talking actual raw skills, what? mate, as, as a footballer, mm-hmm. as a ball in hand, it, it, mate, if you're talk, you're bringing skill from a sport to another sport. I'm not saying he's a good actual footballer in real life. If you saw him on soccer aid, but on how good a footballer he is in rugby and general skill set, his skills of his hand to be a creative player, you bring that into the five side pitch and give him adequate footballing ability. He's going to be fucking easy as fucking midfielder. Well, I know, I know if us, yeah, I've got another option. I know if you was having Usain Bolt. You know he's doing oh, the step overs midfield, for days. Mate. You know, you know he's doing the step overs for days. You know he's gonna be running up and down that side. You know he's gonna be full of energy. He's gonna be full of beans, right? He's gonna love a step over. He's gonna try and rainbow I think, I, yeah. I think some some thirty-five-year-old Steve from Levin's you pockets Usain Bolt genuinely. Easily, I think he's Usain Bolt stronger than front. him. Usain Bolt, mate. You can either stick him centre back or up front for those hundred-meter runs. There's fifty-yard sprints. There's thirty-yard dashes. Whatever you want to call them. Midfield, mate. You you need that engine. You, you need the yeah. Mo Farah in there. We missed out on Mo Farah, but that, no, I haven't. He's on my bench. He's on my bench. Oh, <laughs> He's on my I, bench. I, I well. mine, but... I've got him on my bench. Uh, uh, um, I'm voting my own. I'm going over Driscoll. <laughs> but then we've got two beefcakes in midfield, mate. It's just not going to work. Driscoll's not a beefcake in terms of rugby. He's a big boy. If you bring him from the rugby world to the football world, I think nine out of ten players are fucking massive. Well, even ten out of ten, but. If you're talking on actual, like, what his game is, he's not a beefcake player in rugby. And I'm talking if he brings that skill set into football. Right, OK, then. I'd, ra- I'd rather have uh, Faf in midfield than Drove Driscoll. I think he'd get in the pocket, in, inside little gaps where no one's going to be. You'd rather have who? Faf Leclerc. Faf Leclerc. Mm. I, th- I think he'll get in, he'll yeah. get in little gaps. He'd, he'd make him, inside yeah, runs. He's only about five foot six as so, well. Uh, no, he's a bit Yeah, like he, he's nine. that little tricky guy. He's that little tricky guy that gets in the pockets and no one else does. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's, like, he's, yeah. like, he's, like, he's a live like, wire. Thing. Yeah. A li- he's a so live wire. I feel that as the alternative. I really like that. But, uh, I can't turn my back on Bob, mate. I think we're missing so we're much. Tough. Bob. We have. We have. We've done it. Oh, we, we're going fast then, are we? Yeah. Yeah. I just think he's going to be that perfect number 10 role. Picking the ball up in the places you want to and doing what it does best, distributing yeah. the ball and doing what sort of We stuff. go fast to close. It's a bit rogue, I must say. I think when Pete, if, if this pops up on the screen at the end, people are going to think, where the hell has this gone wrong? Uh, because we've got the most <laughs> random assortment going there. Um, we're going to head to our striker. Um, go on, Mitch, you want to kick this one off? Well, I'll, I'll, this is where you'd probably bring Bolt in. I had Bolt up top, but I would have uh, midfield. 
I just think, right, so he's done it. I know he's not great, but he's, he's, had, he's had a lot of professional trials. He's, he's, a, he's a world record holder. He's literally a winner. He's a champion of everything. He's tried his hand at all sports. He's a leader as well. And I mean, he's an all-round nice guy and he loves football. So what else can you be about that? I think Bolt's the obvious one. Uh, but I've gone yeah. for... Uh, <laughs> I've gone for... Michael Van Gerwen. Uh, oh, hit, hit, oh, hear me out. You guys are taking this too literally as like <laughs> seeing a, a darts player up front in football if he's overweight. I'm talking, what is he good at? He's a lethal clinical scorer he's, and, and finisher. He's a scorer and finisher, mate. He could join the long list of Dutch icons <laughs> that are played up front. Your Van Bastens, your Croyds, your Ruth Van Nistelrooy, Van Persie. Imagine Michael Van Gogh and strike rate. As a dance player, second to none. Imagine him pretty fox in the box. Don't need to run a lot on five sides. Just you, you stay out of the way, Michael. When he gives you that chance, that 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 that, that dart bully for the game or double tops, you name it. Van Gerwen's there. So the issue with this the last the last twelve months, but my my issue with Van Gerwen is that I've got Price on the bench because. I know Price. I would rather have Price than Van Gogh because if it's just... I think Price is also a wind-up as well. He's going to get in the off-season. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, don't tell me Van Gogh and don't get under people's skin. Oh, no. All Dars players do. Of course he Right, Adam, what was your choice for up top? Mine, I think you'll know who he is. He's named uh, Bryson DeChambeau. He's a golfer. Yeah, golfer. Yeah, golfer. Yeah, absolute unit. Big man, 17 and a half stone, 17 and a half stone, you're not knocking him off the ball, get it into his feet early. And also, uh, listen, I tell you, he, he's, um, he like does some fucking Japanese method thing where he, he like plans out the green, it's like a grid. So this guy will have analysed every inch of the net, let me tell you. The ball comes into his feet, drops his shoulder, top in. It sounds time. like a good penalty taker then, he, he knows which way the keeper's diving, by the sounds. Yeah, yeah. He's a big boy, isn't he? As well, got a massive drive. Seventeen and a half stone, and he's a he's a he's a ruthless like winner, I reckon. I, I'd also um compare him to maybe the likes of John Parkin, then big man, chuck <laughs> it in at his feet. <laughs> like, maybe see what you Park, Parkin was a stokey, weren't he? At once upon a time, John Parkin. Uh, Preston Fleetwood, he's bit mate, he's awful. He's done the tour, he has. Yeah, jumping. Might, might, might have to get him on one day then, boys. I'm sure he's done it. Where is he now? I've got a feeling he's at. Nah, he's done, mate. He, he was at York. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. I think York was where he was last. Yeah, there's a player like similar to him who's playing for Harrogate. It might be Stead. Jember. Oh, John Stead. Yeah, John Stead. John Stead. Yeah. He's last year's there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Sam. What's your up top? I've gone LeBron. He scores, he wins. <laughs> so like, oh, that's all I want But that's all you want. It's simple as that. Oh, he's a freight train, mate. That's what he is. He gets yeah. what he wants. He, hey, if he don't score at the rim, he's getting fouled. That's all I'm saying. If he's got the ball, and he's, he's going to get past you. And if you can't, you won't stop him without fouling him. That's LeBron James. I love that, Sam. I'm all over that. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm so, James. We've, we've got LeBron James. Van Gerwen, Usain Bolt, and who's yours, Adam? Shamba. The Shamba. Uh, so what are we going for? Oh, mate. LeBron's Mike the obvious Gerwin, one. Yeah. That, but, uh, well, not the obvious one. Usain Bolt's the obvious one. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. But 
your argument for Bryson DeChambeau is <laughs> what, I, what I want in a striker. It's what I want. <laughs> he's done his research. He's big, in defeat. He's powerful. I mean, everything yeah, LeBron is as well, to be honest. But it's, LeBron... I, I, I do love the DeChambeau shout, but LeBron, like you say, is just... It'd be one of them two for me, but probably LeBron. We go LeBron only because you seem... I'm a bit like... I feel it's too obvious because of his footballing yeah, career. Yeah, Takes the shine off him. Like it's the same. I kind of avoid the Mo Farah because I feel that it's too obvious to put the the biggest engine. Wait, and just just in. wait, just yeah, but wait till you hear the rest of my Mo Farah argument to the bench. All right, fire we'll, away then. We'll head to Mo Farah now then. So on the bench, I've got Mo Farah. Obviously for the legs, would be 110 percent effort and commitment to the very end, which is always obvious. But this is something you'd love in a five side player. He would always turn up and never let you down. Oh. Honestly, he could, piss, he, he could have done a 12-hour shift, right, at Tesco, but he'd still be there in the pissing rain, right, on a Wednesday night. If no one else is there, but he would still be there. He would be the first oh. name to reply to you in the chat. All right, lads, 5.45 kickoff, who's there? And he'd be the first person to reply to you in the chat. Do you remind you of anyone? Yeah, he does, yeah. But <laughs> honestly, be serious. Yes, his engine. Yes, 110 percent commitment. We wouldn't go for the rest of it, but yeah, he would be a lovely guy on and off the pitch to have in your five-star team. If you're playing players like Khabib and all these beasts or whatever, Stokes and nasty blokes, you also want Mike Mo Farah cheering the opposition. You want that sort of stuff in the team. I like that. I'm happy with Mo Farah. I've got him as well. He definitely definitely pays his subs on time. Yeah, I did. Probably got some greasy socks and shin pads on with maybe a pair of Sondikos or some. Um, he's, got, he's all over the Sondikos, isn't he? He's def- he definitely likes, you know, you know, like a foot roll, roll on the ball, but he, he, he gets bumped off it straight away. But we've put him in there. He's a good lad. We've put him in there. I was thinking, I was thinking when, 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 the, when the legs are running down, oh, oh, come on, Mo, quick. He would do you a brilliant job. He'd try his hardest. Commitment. Oh, imagine trying to run around it. after him. I bet. And he, it, you, be, he'd run away from you. Like, there's no chance. And then oh, I, hope he, I hope he runs away from you without the ball. Jesus Christ. He'd, pro- he'd probably um, bring the Box Luke's they down for the boys as well and cut oranges up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got another, any other subs? You want to yeah, go so I, I've, I've got, got one. one. I've got Gerwin Price, my second one, and I'll tell you why. You talked about, obviously, like earlier, Sam mentioned him. Uh, so he's a clutch player with some great finishing clearly on show. Uh, he went on Soccer AM the week. He made Joe Deadly not surprised. Like somewhere else, he was ridiculous. But he's obviously he's really competitive, and he did play some professional rugby as well. So he has that. He has that yeah. athleticism. So I think he play player Yeah. So so he'd be a good player on to break down the game, kind of like kill the game off, pick people about, and all he has the football ability. Clear. Well, uh, one of my mates actually says it quite a lot, actually, about um, my mate Erg, about footballers around the age of Joe Wedley. And oh, his example, being a Liverpool fan, which in Milner, he goes, their, their legs gone, they're ruined. They're, le- they're, ba- they're so bad that they, it's almost like they put all the effort that they can in just to kick the ball off the floor. And I oh, thought yeah. you saw, like, they swing a leg at it and it goes nowhere. And Joe Ledley and his trainers, whatever they were, mate, was scuffing oh, that ball, that hashtag, I mean, I mean, hashtag whatever her name it- is. And I was sat there and I was thinking, like, how as someone who played in the championship and did all this and whatever, Premier he retired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He did all, and he's nobody. He kind of cool. right, <laughs> Sam. Sam, what are you thinking, sub? What, what are your subs, Sam? I've got I had Bolt on there after I flopped LeBron in because I wanted <laughs> LeBron up front, and uh, my other one is uh, Rafael Nadal. 
Oh, he, he'd love it. He'd love a flip flap, wouldn't he? He'd love a flip flap. Provides that, that sexy, like <coughs> South American flair that you get from these players, and he's he's gonna hit his shots. He's gonna let him right when he gets them. Uh, I, think, I think the only problem you got with Rafa, I love Rafa, but I think his best football is always in. Uh, it's going to be played in the league, mate. Um, yeah. Not he's, only, he's only good on Monday, Tuesday night down the uh, down bloody what's it called, Southern <laughs> Sports Centre, mate. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to do it under Mancunian way. No, exactly. I think, <laughs> I think, I think with Rafa, with Rafa. He's, he's only good on one surface. He's only good on the sandy 3Gs, not, not oh, the other ones. I feel that we're saying that. Yeah. We, we've just, I, was just, I was just saying the same thing. Yeah. But I feel I'm being incredibly harsh because Rafa Nadal is not good on one surface. He's exceptional <laughs> on one surface and but, insane on the others. But he's so high on the one surface. He's so, he's so, high, on, he's so high on the clay courts on, 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 the French, on the French Open. He's just ridiculous. No, yeah. Look at Djokovic. Right? Djokovic is unreal. And he didn't come near Nadal on the clay. Yeah. Nadal's won twice on the grass. He's going to win again. Off the yeah, Andy, Andy Murray's won twice on the grass. And he's awful. I, I mean, I, I think we're being asked <laughs> on Nadal. But, but for the sake Nadal of the argument, we're, we're, no. we're saying he's inadequate on, on the grass. So... Honestly, he's, no he's, providing, he's providing that Spanish flair that no, no one else, the David Silver-esque created off the bench. Oh, oh you're ticking all the boxes. No one else is providing that. No one else is providing that. Mo Farah going to give it up. Mr. Turner, um, what are you saying? Uh, so, I had Mo Farah as well. The other one, I'm really wondering what I was thinking when I wrote this down because I genuinely don't think he could kick a ball, honest to God. But anyway, I've got him. This might, like, cold from this might. Uh, oh, cold oh, ruthless yeah, edge. Terry yeah, Gornal yeah. himself. <laughs> so yeah, the cold ruthless edge, an absolute winner, winner of a man. And I, I, I don't think there's many people that would be stood behind the goal chirping the other goalkeeper more than this guy. Loves himself, hates everyone else. Any guesses? This is. This, I don't think you get a kick, but in the dressing room, you're gold. Get a kick. Oh, give us a clue. Give us a clue. Edge, you won the Royal Rumble the other night. You yeah, know? from number one, I watched that. Brilliant. Yeah, I watched this. <laughs> I thought we need to grow up. Came for WWE Universe, but um, yeah. Um, what what was he gonna say? What um, give us a what clue. What sport? Uh, oh, for Tiger Sport, you get it. Oh, give us another Tiger Sport, then. <laughs> now, give uh, me a clue. I'll just tell you. Uh, uh, give you a clue. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it is a ball sport. Balls. Balls. Oh, <laughs> balls. 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 Balls, cricket. No, we've got cricket, aren't we? We've got no, cricket. No, yeah, we've got... you mean balls like balls like loads of balls at once, right? Is that what you mean? You just uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Oh, he's going to go Ronnie, but Adam's froze yeah. now, aren't he? Adam's yeah, bad, never... he's Apologies for the uh, further technical error. Are you still oh, there, bad. Adam? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie O'Sullivan. Good time for me. It's Ronnie. It's Ronnie O'Sullivan, correct? I've got Ronnie yeah. on my bench. I, I got Ronnie on my bench. <laughs> What's the ball going on? I was uh, <clears throat> I've called him Colt. Colt, all the talent in the world. And he reminds me of a Balotelli. Why always me? The absolute arrogance of the bloke. That's what I've kind of gone with off my bench. That's what he is. The arrogance of it. My other serve on top of that, I've put Dickie Johnson, Richard Johnson. Um, sport time in all sports. <laughs> Top quality at his job. Hard working, finds an awful lot off the bridle. She'd want with anybody. Fearless, never gives up and can take a bump. Because he seems to break break so much. the challenge here. as well, wouldn't he? Right, yeah. well, we're only allowed two subs. So we'd definitely go Mo Farah. Are we? Well, three, are of, we? Us have, three, three of us, no, because three of us have Mo Farah on our bench, right? Do we? 
I oh, do. Yeah. I knew you do. Oh, I, yeah, I, so, so you've got... Right, wait, give wait. Mo. Yeah, and who's the second? And, and you know what? Another claim for Mo, uh, Mo Farah is, you know, the old Mobot. That comes oh, out. Oh, great, great celebration. Great celebration. That, that, that tips it over the edge. And uh, So we've got, we got, we got Dickie Johnson, Ronnie the Rocket. Who else have we got on the bar? Gerwin Price. Gerwin Price. Is pr- honestly, what song on Gerwin Price was he? Li- he literally did bits on Soccer AM. He was I want to go just down yeah. to the performance on Soccer AM. I want to go Gerwin Price. I think, I think, I think Gerwin Price gets it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. hard. To be, I literally sat there and thought, bloody hell, I bet. Um, I've, I've also got a manager and an assistant. I've also got a manager and an assistant who are from the same sport. I've gone for Torval and Dean. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, you've got to put two words in. The best, best one-two uh, of the worlds of the sea. Yeah, uh, I mean, you've never seen a better partnership than Torvald and Dean. Uh, whether you're a fan of dance or nice or not, uh, yeah, I, I, I had to stick Torvald and Dean in there. Like that. Um, yeah, so, right. I've heard it all. Right, so read us through the team. Uh, we're going in the GK with the number one shirt. He's not getting too fancy with number, I don't know, 99 or something silly. We've got Michael Phelps. Maybe how many how many medals has he got? Twenty-eight. We're given the shirt number Twen- twenty-eight. Twenty-eight Olympic medals. We're, we're given number twenty-eight since he's got twenty-eight medals. <laughs> In goal, we've got Michael Phelps. At the back, we are yet to decide between Brady and what and um, what. I reckon Brady. I think he offers step. some deep line playmaking that we really lack in that midfield. We've, we've, we've got we've got have to play for that. I think I think we should leave this leave this down to our, one of our four, one of our four viewers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leave this down to one of our first viewers, and if you you the first viewer to comment on this video, all right, that's it now. You've heard it all here. The first viewer to comment on this video picks between Brady and what, and that's not excluding us, okay? Um, and if no one, yeah, comments, you assume, I guess we're you're assuming one this. of the four viewers have made it this far. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a great point. <laughs> but what, we, what we're going to do is, um, if, if no viewers comment, which is likely possible, we'll um, we're going to sneak two players on the pitch, an extra player on the pitch, and play two at the back. See if anyone Brady, knows. Brady, 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 Brady's used to cheating anyway. So yeah, we're making can, it, uh, we're making it a five and a half a side team because you know right. we, we're going midfielders. With Stokes and Faf, Faf de Klerk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, LeBron James up front. I think LeBron's got number nine written all over him. I'm going to have Faf number 10, Stokesy. Six. I think he's six. Eight. 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 All day long. Yeah. Six on him, but six is centre back. I think it's five and eight. Well, he's number 66. He's number 66. He's making it easy for him to six since I deal with it. I've always thought six is like me and Ickman had this argument, didn't we? At football, I think six and four are sent for that. No, six and five. No, you stole my number, Joe. I wanted six this season. <laughs> well, I only picked six then, so if people see me wearing it, they think, God, he plays in midfield. He must be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take five. I, 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 I said I'm a midfielder, and I uh, yeah. Right, so Michael LeBron, right, sub bench. Uh, Farah, Farah's got 17 failed winger on the bench, sub winger. Fortunately, uh, go, go in price 180, sneak it on. He'd love a <laughs> show, wouldn't he? Or, um, I can't think what's his favorite finish. I can't think where he heads. Uh, there'd be arguments there, Joe. I like, you know, Stokes, he's not going to be happy with that. They paid extra money, get an extra number on the back. 
yeah. some of them big some of them big personalities will not be happy. But don't Stokes wear yeah. fifty five? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I don't think he's fixed. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Joe Root's 66, isn't he? No. Yeah, Joe is 66. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, what about going price? Um, double tops. He likes double tops. Yeah. We're giving four. Yeah, it's four, double 40. Yeah, double 40. 40. Yeah. Uh, can we call it that? That, that is the team. Phelps, Brady, or what? It's down to you guys at home. Stokes, Faster Clerk, if you're interested. Stokes and Faster Clerk with you. LeBron James up front. We've got Mo Farah and Gurren Price on the bench for a bit of impact. And we've uh, got Torval and Dean in charge. Let's see if they make it to Christmas. Um, that's that, guys. That's yeah, first, so that's, uh, our, our that's, first, the, uh, that's the end of it, yeah? First that's the end of part team. one. Are you ready? Okay, welcome back, guys, after the break. Uh, we're going to go into a Super Bowl preview now. Um, probably going to look towards uh, Mitch and Sam. Adam, what's your thoughts on the NFL? Are you, are you a big NFL fan? I can't remember, to be honest. Probably should be uh, more about well versed. Be, not to be honest with you. <clears throat> All right, we, used to be we, back we, in the day. No, no, that's fair enough. But that's that's what the Super Bowl's for at the end of the day, isn't it? It gets uh, those old uh, casual fans out there, which which makes such makes an event. Much, say. Such an event. Such an event. Massive. I'll certainly be it giving it a watch and seeing if I, I do think more of the sport though than I currently do. But um, we're, the, we're, half-time shows the weekend, so also a good watch at half-time. Be decent yeah. Watch. Well, last year's was a great show, wasn't it? Um, hey, Shakira and J Lo. I love. I love yeah, every minute. Uh, of I remember watching. <laughs> I watched that on um, J Lo. Was that, unreal. I was watching that on Louis <laughs> Young sofa about three in the morning. Was it? It would be the early hours. Yeah, I was watching that yeah, Joe Ball and Louis Young. Joe Louis Young on his sofa. Um, yeah, pissed. Um, but anyway, uh, we get on with it. It's the Kansas City Chiefs take on the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, where do you, where do you see it going, boys? Uh, for me, I hate both teams. I hate Brady. I don't want the Bucs. I actually really like the Bucs. I oh, love the Bucs. So those who don't know Mitch, yeah. those who don't Wait. know Mitch, he's a pessimist. He's a I, love, bloke. I love the Bucs, right? I love the Bucs. Uh, before uh, Brady, because I'm a Broncos fan. We hate Brady. We hate the Chiefs. The two things we hate, the Brady and the Chiefs. It's just a big thing. Right? Eli Manning? That's, that's Giants. Oh, the other one. Peyton Manning. That's, that's Sorry, just a <laughs> wild card there. That's the one you um, knew. Wait, 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 so, wait, 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 he is the no look. Pass Where's he come from? Where's he come from? Because how long has he been around? Uh, four years. years what college uh, yeah. did he go to? What college was he at? I think maybe Texas A&M. Maybe he went to one of the Texas ones. I think. Oh, he was actually. No, yeah. And then, and then he, he he was the, he was the second string quarterback to Alex Smith, and then they traded Alex Smith, and then he went and broke his leg somewhere in Washington. Uh, he, he made a made a stellar rookie year. They could, didn't have the kind of weapons and everywhere else in the field to kind of support him. But they did stuff. So this year, what I'm really looking at is Kelsey uh, and Hill. Hill will oh, get over two yards. Kelsey way. will get over 11 receptions, and then Mahomes will throw for over 300 yards as well. That's what I'm putting down. Uh, yeah, even... uh, isn't he claimed as being literally the most talented quarterback of years? The mo- on pure talent alone, one of probably got the highest ceiling people have seen from a quarterback for like since I'm talking Aaron Rodgers. 
Brett Favre, yeah, you, know, you name he's, it. He's, he's the big one now. He's got everything. He's got everything. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, now, now, now with NFL, like, when you're a quarterback, it's a lot more mobile. And like, you look at Lamar Jackson, how stiff he was last year. Like, he was rapid. He was like the regeneration of like, Michael Vick. But Mahomes just takes that mobility and literally adds like the Aaron Rodgers field general like type to it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's just unstoppable. So, where do you think it's headed, man? Are we going Chiefs, Bucks? He's winning. Go on, Sam. What you reckon? I've gone Kansas. I've gone with a scoreline thirty-one twenty-four. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be close. It's Brady. It, it doesn't matter. The options that Mahomes has got to throw the ball to is far outweighs Brady, but Brady finds a way, and Brady will keep it close. I think. I think Kansas will edge it. Yeah, I've, I've I've gone for I've gone for Chiefs thirty-five twenty-four. Uh, I just think, I just think, I think Chiefs defense will turn up a lot more than uh, the Bucks. I can, I can see Barrett putting pressure, like Shaq Barrett putting pressure on Mahomes, but that's about it. I can't see them getting there other than that. So yeah, I, think. I hope it stays a one-score game for most of it. Oh yeah, I think, I, I think it will. I think it will. I think definitely. And, and that, and that be a Mahomes MVP performance. Yeah. Oh, it, well, it depends. It depends on how he performs in the game. But he's, yeah. he's been consistent quite all season, so. So, Mitch, so you all that Mahomes does, all he has in his, in his back catalogue, if you want to go say with that. Are you saying he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now? No, I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league oh. right now. But I think Brady's in his last season, to be honest. Brady is a clutch. You look at like, players like LeBron, they've been around for so long, they know how to win. Their biggest. Their biggest Start is the night to win. They are winners, right? Serial winners. But if he's in his last season, Drew Brees is gone. He's in his last season. Aaron Rodgers, brilliant. But he probably is the best quarterback for how he plays. But if he's not going to win anything, he can't get past that level where Brady is. So I think at the minute he's up there. He's in my top three. Mahomes may be second with Rodgers and Brady. But it depends what Brady does this offseason. If he retires, he retires. He sends one. I would say Aaron Rodgers. But... Because he hasn't really won anything, he's never really won anything. Um, so, for those people who tend to t- uh, tune in just to like the Super Bowl, someone like myself, probably Adam can attest to this as well. They don't have no players' names, but couldn't really dial into their skill set and stuff like that. Are you basically saying that Aaron Rodgers is that pure quarterback on actual pure quarterback skills? Yeah, he's probably yeah, the best. 100%. Almost like a, almost like in basketball, you tend to have a floor general. Chris Paul would be a floor general, a great point yeah, guard. No, yeah, he, You've he, got he, a different kind of point guard with Steph Curry, who shoots the light, lights out of the ball, can play mid, of course. But his skill, his prime skill sets are different to a pure point guard. He runs the show. You saying Rogers runs the show like that kind of point? Yeah, yeah, no, Brady mold. If you look at football, I would say Rogers is the Kevin De Bruyne. Lit sits in the middle, does right. everything right. He might not get, he might not get the, like, all the praise because you go and get the final thing or whatever, but he does everything perfectly. He can clutch as well, which is a really big thing. Uh, but he just doesn't really have... Green Bay as a franchise has let him down, but he still is the best quarterback, I think. Uh, if I ask you one more question then before we head off, um, give me one thing that you see happening in the game. One, one something out, out of the ordinary. I'm not talking from a scoreline, maybe a single player possession. Something you can forecast or predict that might happen in the game. Something you want if you if you're putting a bet together, we we all like a gamble. Gamble responsibly, gamble away. Uh, if I was right? putting a bet on, um, right? But if, 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 if you like a bet, something you're going to put in your request a bet or etc. 
that you would like to see happen or could see happening, you know, far away. Are we, we, we're going to, I tell you what, we go Mitch first and you follow up Sam, as you're clearly right. thinking, mate. My, my request to bet. So Mahomes to throw over 300 yards. Uh, Tariq Hill over 100 yards reception. And uh, Kelsey to get seven plus receptions. And a touchdown. Kelsey to get a touchdown as well. So Kelsey touchdown plus seven receptions. Tariq Hill 100 yards plus And Mahomes 300 yards thrown. Uh, what about you, Sam? Have you got anything to follow? I'm not going to obscure. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm going to take both Brady and Mahomes to get over 300 yards. Um, oh really? Okay. Uh, for the last question, for the idiot, for the um, obviously normally in most of your sports cast, uh, um, sports podcasts you watch, guys, you'll probably listen to a lot of experts, and I think we're really going to attest to that we're not experts. We've got our sports we're interested in, our love, and we're quite broad with that. But there's clearly some, as you can tell, we've got two NFL fans and probably and two probably not casuals that are tuning for the Super Bowl. Um, for that last question, then I want to I want to ask personally, probably as somebody of interest, um. Is this offense versus offense, or is there a, a, def- a strong defensive side in this setup? Generally, an all-round side, or are we actually going to see whoever yeah, scores so the most points is going to win the game? You know, it's offense versus offense. So, what you're probably seeing here is this season the two of the top three quarterbacks. Obviously, you've got Brady, Mahomes, and uh, Rogers. So you've got two of the three. But then what you've also got is when you play wide receiver, you've probably got a set of three wide receivers. And in this, you've probably got the two best sets of wide receivers in the league or up there, like in the top wide receivers. You've also got two really good tight ends. You've got good O-lines. The defences are okay. I think what really saves Chiefs are the secondary, which is defensive backs, the safeties, the cornerbacks. Whereas Chief, uh, whereas Bucks do have that, but it's just too powerful in the Chiefs. And so, yeah, you kind of would say it's offense versus offense. Whereas when my team, the Broncos, won it at Super Bowl 50, we literally won with our defence being that good. It was just unbeatable. Okay. There so we go. It's, it's the best away, winning though. quarterback against the best quarterback. It's against the quarterback with the best weapons. As yeah. You've got a man who will win and a man who can win with weapons. And it, it can go anywhere. Do you think this game comes down to it? It is quarterback versus quarterback, or is there so much more yeah. there when you're talking wide receivers yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. If Mahomes uses, uses weapons, Continually and correctly, he wins. If not Brady takes it, Brady can use any weapon at any point. The crafty old dog, mate. Expect a big second half from Brady as well. I can imagine, even if things aren't going right. Oh, fourth but... quarter, fourth quarter. Yeah. He did it against. Uh, I watched when I watched him against the, uh, the the Saints cool. of the week with Drew Brees, oh. and he was just on the fourth quarter. He was just a magician. Oh, he yeah, just did everything right. He didn't put a foot wrong. That. He didn't put a foot wrong. Brees also a top five quarterback, legend of the game. Future Hall of Famer, and honestly, he just did nothing wrong. He's ridiculous. No, that's, no, what, that's what Brady's all about. Brady's all about winning. Um, so I want, I want, I want to go back to that. So we got, uh, you're going Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch. By um, you got 35 24, that's an 11 point yeah. margin. Sam, you've gone the seven point margin in favor of Chiefs. Um, because why not? We, we like, we like a little bit of a pick. I'm gonna go against you guys. I'm gonna go Bucks 28. To uh, actually, I'm going to go change up. So I'm going to go 32 bucks to score 24 uh, for the Chiefs. I'm I'm rooting for the Bucks because a Brady fanboy, you know, casual fan. And as I uh, as I mentioned earlier, fellas, off camera, old chappers, if you're listening, which you're definitely not, 
one of my school teachers was a big Bucks fan. That was my first kind of taste of NFL, I guess, other than playing Madden 12. So we're, we're, I've circled the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to pick a side if you actor. Where would you be? Uh, I think the only thing I'd be betting on is more chance of be betting on the weekend set list order than, uh, than the, <laughs> the actual game well, itself. It's going to be a sick set. Worth it. I'll be turning off after that. Uh, no, I'd probably go against Brady on the premise that I just don't like Brady. So, we have the other one is Kansas. <laughs> we got another eight to have with. Yeah, I, I'd, probably, I'd probably not making a compelling case to go against our two uh, panel experts. But uh, there we have it then, guys. That's the wrap-up for the Super Bowl. Um, should be a great game. I think a feature we'll all be watching the weekend. Anyway, it's, it's always a massive occasion, isn't it, the Super Bowl? And, um, so, yeah, but we're, we're going to move on now to... Um, what I would say is a bigger yeah. occasion. Many, many, many would probably yeah. argue uh, the support of rugby union. Egg chasing sport. An yeah, egg, egg, egg chasing sport. sport. The, the original egg chasing sport. Um, we, should we head on to our little Six Nations feature? Yeah, so I've been, I've been really looking at this and we did the fancy the other day. Uh, and obviously, it's Italy, France first. Uh, I think France are good from what happened, obviously, the last last couple of years to us. They're not doing a really big rebuild. What do you think, Joe? What, what, what's your take on this sort of thing? Uh, it, I think Italy might have their odd moments in Rome, but uh, it's going to be a France. It's going to be a France win. I think a France heavy win. I've actually predicted forty-two ten France, but in Italy's defence, like we've said this a lot about Italy in the past, about turning a corner. I do believe under Franco Smith they are turning somewhat of a corner. I think Garbisi at ten looks looks has some quality, really does, and, and they've missed that. I think Thomas Allen is still a good player. But I think Garbisi had a really good autumn nations. And Italy, they ran Wales close. Don't get me wrong, Wales have been playing poorly. Uh, they had a good game against Scotland, which they really threw away in the last 10 minutes. And, and it, was, it, was, it was promising signs from Italy. Discipline was better, still needs to be better. Um, but then again, France has been as good as we've seen them for the last five years. They're going to miss Intermac, and it's a big loss. Roman Intermac's a class player, but... When you've got uh, Jalibert covering at 10, who I thought was the outstanding player against England, which they should have won the Autumn Nation Cup final. When, when Jalibert went off injured, although Louis Carbonell come on and played all right, they, they really missed out uh, Jalibert. You've got Olivier, Audre in the back row, class last Six Nations, class in the Autumn. Bryce Dulon was class against England in the Autumn Nations Cup. It's got all the makings of basically a, a France. France, I wouldn't hammer, but France bonus point win, but you don't you don't need to be an expert to really predict that, uh, to be honest. So yeah, I'm going France on that one. Uh, France by over thirty, really. Um, yeah. Too much quality. Well, that, that, like, like, that's, that's expected, though, isn't it? Really, so it's kind of like a. I, I think it's, if you, what you want from Italy in this game, you want Italy to show some discipline, and you you, you want to you want to see signs of a side that are really compete. Compete, uh, compete a stronger set piece, not giving away, uh, like I said, not giving away too much, too many uh, stupid penalties in chilly areas, and may, maybe an eighty-minute performance is too much to ask against the side the quality of France. But a good sixty minutes and the France pull away in the last twenty minutes, that's just that extra quality and depth you find the top sides. But it definitely show a lot of progress in Italy, and if they can keep this up for the tournament and yeah, run teams close, that's why I, I was mean, thinking if they if they can prove something that they can do it. Maybe they can take that into Scotland, take that into the Wales game. They can actually maybe do something. Well, well exactly, mate. Um, I suppose we move on to England, Scotland. Um, England win. I think Scotland are going to have their moments. I don't think I've, 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 I think I'm looking at what I've written down now. I've gone 35-15. I 
England. That's a, it's a pretty big win against the Scots. And I think last last time we were in Twickenham, it was a 31-0 lead that ended up 38-38 with a Finn Russell masterclass. So I wouldn't want to write the Scots off. But um depends on weather conditions, really, whether England players fancy game of rugby. But um, I do think Scotland at the moment has got a strong squad, but I think England have too much power and quality in the end. They've still got a solid bench. They're going to miss Underhill. He's great around the breakdown. You, you, you're going to contend against Jamie Ritchie and uh, Hamish Watson at the breakdown. They're two class operators. But there's going to be enough there for England. Um, it would have been nice to see Harry Wandle make the bench, get his first cap, but I think he'd be safe for the Italy game. Um, a little mention to Cameron Redpath. Um, Sam, uh, you've been Gloucester boys. Uh, his, his father, Scotland legend, former coach of Gloucester. And apparently, you said Sammy's old Cameron used to run out to Cleve Colts football team, a local football team near us. So, uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give him a like, like him to go well at 12 for um, Scotland. But they got Van der Moer there now. He's got a bit of class as well on the wing. It'll be a really good game, mate. Hogg always turns up. Finn Russell's back in the Scotland frame. Yeah, they've picked a really good side. A really good squad, Scotland. I was, I was going to say, Hogg, Hogg, Hogg's always a definite and anything. He's just yeah. unreal. Classy, I, classy player. And I think I against think, England, he has everything to prove. He, he is a big player and he will do that. I, I, I just think England haven't done anything wrong to, to go against an at Twickenham. I think you look at England and France for this tournament. From the Autumn Nations oh, yeah, Cup, was almost, was almost like a, a little Six Nations preview you don't normally get. And I think England and France were so much above Ireland and third. Wales, Italy at the point it's hard to go away from them but I do feel if this was any other year when you had a crowd at Murrayfield this is at Twickenham but if you were at Murrayfield with the crowd there this would be the kind of banana skin year England have, have missed decent, a couple of players chance, yeah. Scotland have got built a, and I've been a fan of a lot of these Scottish players for a long time I think they've got a good side there together it's whether they've got enough especially at Twickenham it'd be I think I think I'd be an arse with 35-15 it's, it's me thinking England to pull away at the end but um I think I'm going to predict an England win, uh, which isn't right. which is odds on favourite. But um, yeah, it'd be a good game of rugby. Okay, so, so we've gone for France versus Italy, we've gone for France win, we've gone for England versus Scotland, we've gone for England win. So let's talk about Ireland, Wales and Ireland. What are you thinking? I've gone a narrow Irish win away in Cardiff. Uh, when you look back the years, it's not always been the happiest hunting ground for the Irish. Um, you look back at the Grand Slam winning year in '09 with a uh, Old Ronan O'Gara kicking uh, kick the drop goal. But, um, yeah, I think Andy Farrell's men are definitely, as I said, turning the corner. I think they're going to build on a solid automation. I mean, they've done well. they won games. They weren't really in the game against England, which they lost. But, um, anyway, like, like I said, England and France seem to be at a higher level than the third and fourth place teams. But yeah. um, I def- they didn't do a lot wrong. They seem to be improving. Um, Sexton back's definitely a boost. I mean, I want to see Billy Burns go well. He's a Gloucester boy. He's got connections to my dad's local team, which would be nice. Uh, we'd really like to. They've brought Reese Ruddock in. We don't know the squad yet, but um, starting 15, but they brought Reese Ruddock in the squad, who I think has been class for Leinster, a very underrated player. You always don't, he's, never, he's not the most glamorous player, but I like to see him in the back row and get a game. Craig Casey from Munster, looking to get his first cap. Hopefully he makes it on the bench at nine, because that's a big... Uh, there's a big case for nine. Who's going to be the next nine um, for Ireland? And he's been he's been class uh, for Munster. And I think the the real thing that Ireland need to address this tournament is find the heir to Rory Best at, at hooker. 
they one thing that Ireland have always built on is a strong set piece, particularly line out a line out a rolling more. They've always had strong set a set piece game Ireland, and since Best has gone, their line has been poor. In the autumn, it's poor. Uh, you, you're looking at Kelleher, Rob Herring, basically, and I think one of them needs to take a stamp on the jersey and neither have right now. Uh, James Lowe's first Six Nation, and when you, when you look at Wales, they're going to miss Josh Adams for breaking COVID protocols. Big loss. Been one of their best players the last two years. The Six Nations, they last won the Grand Slam. He was exceptional. That gives Gloucester's probably re, uh, Louis Rees Samet a go, who I'd love to see play well. I think he's a class that he's got absolute lightning boots. It's just whether we can get the uh, Wales can get the ball outside of him because they've not been able to play rugby. They've been terrible. So for me, from somebody who doesn't really look at. I'm not really a huge rugby fan, but I do kind of follow it. I can see Ireland having quite a disappointing tournament. I can see them falling. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people do. And, but what I see with Ireland, I think you've got all four provinces playing well. Connacht are playing well. Ulster are playing well. Munster are kicking up a gear now, and they're getting nearer and nearer to Leinster. And, and, and Leinster, Leinster are still the powerhouse that they are. I think. I think you've got the four provinces playing well. I think Paul O'Connor's brought, been brought into the coaching setup, relieving some, um, some of the pressures on Simon Easterby with the defence coaching, line-out, etc. Um, I do think it's better for Ireland. And this year, that Ireland have to play, they get, they get to play England at home and they get to play France at home. And that's massive. I've, I know there's no crowd there, but the Irish don't lie down at home. Um, I think Wales... They built their game on the, under Gatlin on defence. They had it with Sean Edwards, an exceptional defence. And their defence disappeared overnight with P, uh, Wayne Pivat there. Not knock, knock, knocking Pivat, but they tried to play rugby and they failed. Like, I, I look at the inclusion of someone like Rhys Samet. He needs to get the ball out wide to him in good areas. Gloucester haven't been doing it. He's, he's not had a great season because Gloucester have been terrible. The, the inability to, to link up play and get the ball out wide in quality areas to their danger, man. Where else need to do that? But Navidi returns. I've seen Navidi's returning for... Um, Wales, which is massive at the breakdown. I think Will Rowland's in the squad. He's one of the few highlights for the autumn for Wales. Um, but I think they're going to take a few steps forward, uh, Wales. They can't really be as bad as they have. And it's always a tough place to play in Wales. Go to Cardiff. It's never an easy game. Or, yeah, it might be in Canetley, um in the part of Scarlet. So I'm not sure where that's actually being played uh, due to COVID. But um, I, I'm going to go a narrow island win there. And, and I really think this is a big game for Ireland. This will stamp on where they kick on for the tournament. It, it, this, if they win, if they win on Sunday, that's a big tournament for the Irish. If Ireland lose in Cardiff, that's their tournament over straight away. I think. I don't think they're because I think that because they got France the following week. Yeah, in they, won't, they won't keep up with it. Yeah, because um, what I'm actually thinking for the tournament, I've, I've gone. I think maybe it's a bit optimistic, but like because I've gone for an Ireland win in Wales, I, I've gone for Ireland to beat France in. Um, in Dublin the week after, which will lead to a Grand Slam game in Dublin, week five, uh, England versus Ireland for the Grand Slam, um, which I've got England edging in Dublin, which is hard, but with no fans there. Um, maybe a bit optimistic, but I, I definitely think it's going to be a good tournament. It's going to be exciting. It's not the same without the fans. Six Nations is made by oh, the no, yeah, I mean, I think that. you can all attest it's not massive rugby fans. We've all had a few pints together for the Six Nations. And it's the one that, exactly. It's the it's, it's it's a competition that you you don't rare you rarely find all the home nation. I can't think of another competition with the home nations all at a somewhat a level playing field with in a sixty seventy thousand seat stadium raring to go at the bit at each other. It, it's so special, and um, 
it won't be the same about fans, but it, it always delivers great rugby. So, um, yeah, very much looking forward to it. So then no, I've got no better feeling than... Um... I mean, stood in no shades with a party against and watching us beat the Irish. Oh, 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 Big question, mate. It's a big question. I should have been thinking about this. Um, tomorrow. I should have, I, I should have known this was coming. Um, one. I think I, I, I've, I want to go out on Dupont because he played class last year for France. Yeah, I want to pick like a newcomer as well at the same time. He's going to play. I think James Lowe is going to be class for Ireland in his first six nations. He, he's got spags of quality, that man, on the wing. Uh, I think Jay Bear stepping in for Intermax, which looks like the tournament. I think he's going to play a massive role on what France can do, and I think he's going to show a lot of people what he can do. I, I'm going to put, I'm, I'm going to go for um, Mathieu Jalibert uh, for France, a French fly off. But I also want to give a special mention to Garbizi to be potentially shortlisted for player of the tournament in a losing effort for Italy because I, I think he's got bags of talent. That boy, I think he, I think he was class in the one for such a young player to play such a big role for Italy. I mean, he went missing at times, but but he's 20 years old playing for his national team. Yeah, especially when, time, when you're early, when you're early as well, it's so easy to go missing. In other times, you have, you have bags of talent and, and playing 10 for Italy when you're on the back foot all the time against these big exactly. stars. It's, it's, you, you can't kind of be creative. You can't do what you yeah, want to do. There's nowhere to hide. But, like, um, but I, I'm going to go Jalibert, but um, with, a, with a little mention for um, newcomer or young player, I, I'm going to go Garbizzi. I think I think Italy are going to be better. I think they're going to be. They're not going to win anything, but they're going to be a lot more competitive in, in closer games. Okay, uh, that's kind of where I'm standing with the tournament so far. But this could all change next week when we look at our review, boys, because uh, I could quite well be wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's always well, what you say, but we'll see where it goes. Cheers, lad, Joe. Brilliant kind of preview onto the weekend's review action. Uh, really interesting. You've kind of been really unbiased and uh, went for Ireland and England, but you know. I also can't see past England. I'm not going to lie. That's what's really really I don't think us, many but, can. Uh, like, uh, yeah, it's impossible to. Um, right, let's move on to the football. Uh, obviously, about rugby this weekend. Really big sport. Obviously, happening. Going to the football. Sam, what are you thinking? What's your game to watch this weekend? So I know I said I love our lower league, but we're going Premier League with it. And for me, obviously, obviously, City Liverpool is a big one. I think if City win, okay. I think I think they wrap the league up very early on. They've only lost two games this season. It will put them, well, I think it's six, seven points above United with the game in hand. Uh, it will be, at that point, ten points above Liverpool with the game in hand. And I think the way City play and the defending Prime Aldini at the back and they're still oh, scoring goals even yeah. without a recognised strike like Aguero. So for me, if City, if City win that one, so if Liverpool win it, it gets very interesting again. That's where I'm going for my yeah. big game this week. So I think, I think my biggest thing is with Liverpool, uh, they have been quite unlucky with injuries this season, especially like the back nine. But yeah. Mane's out, Salah's out. I think Salah might be back, I'm not too sure. But then if you're playing as a yeah. strong back four, City have a really good defensive, and you're playing Shakiri, Origi, you're not going to do anything, you're not going to produce anything. At the minute, they're relying on Trent and Robertson, their creative sparks, uh, sparks, and it's just not working for them. So. 
the thing is, it, it, the, the only worry of the game is that City take a point. Like they did against United in the in their uh, in the game at Old Trafford in the first year of Manchester Derby of the season, is where they just take the point. No one played to win, they played for a point. And City might want to do that. You find that with a lot of these top six clashes. Yeah. Yeah. You take the point and crack on and go ahead and beat whoever. But they have a really tough, I think it's the next month is really tough for them to play the likes of United, uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, all in a couple of weeks. So City, so, three points. Sam, you, you think you think a, a City win? Yeah. What? How was? What's the score? Give me a score prediction. I'm going one 0 I don't. I don't see it being bigger. I don't see it being a rampant back. And I think you kind of nick the win here and crack on into the rest of the month. The it's easy. I, I, I can I can back a one 0 but I do think if they, if they score, if they do score early on, it's going to be a three or four. But it, I think it could be a one 0 yeah, I think both teams will play for the draw and crack on. Then Liverpool have to play for the win. I think that's when City will expose the gaps, even though yeah. it's so early. So that will be when the gaps are exposed. Oh, yeah. So City win. Adam, your game, what are you going for? Um, I've, gone for well, I've got, actually gone for an absolute classic, and it's um, Forest v Wickham. No, I'm joking. Please don't watch that. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to that. After the midweek games, mate, it's... Uh, don't put it's yourself in Forest Wickham this Saturday. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, um, I was Southampton against Newcastle, just because I think it's an interesting one. With the, I mean, I don't need to remind you of what happened to Southampton yeah, again. Yeah. Oh, mention the nine nil. The Twitter page. The Twitter page. Like, five of the nine nil you mentioned yet? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um. But it'll be interesting to see if they bounce back. And I think Newcastle, at Newcastle, it's not an easy place to bounce back from a 9 0. Yeah, I can see a. Is it everybody? Callum Wilson. Exactly. It's like a climbing ladder that doesn't exist. But yeah, I think I'm going to probably go a Newcastle win, I think. Probably a 1 0. I can just see I can just see him sitting back and. Wilson picking up some balls right away. I mean, if, it all depends if Wilson turns up, doesn't it? Because the rest of the team yeah, he does, yeah. dross. Yeah, really. He had a good last week, didn't he? I mean, yeah. I've yeah. had a class. I, I've, been, um, I've been staring at the, uh, staring through the leagues of football, and there's a good few B Tech derbies. Uh, we, we got, we got, we got Solver Bolton. Good luck if you can find that on telly. You have to get the eyes follow out for that. Um, I'll be a tenner to watch. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'd pay a tenner for that. There's a, there's a few BTEC. I'm trying to think about Portsmouth Plymouth, the old uh, the old surfing the old surfing derby. Um, what else have I seen in there? You got. I tell you, I've seen a massive price. I've seen. You know, never. It's not really a derby, but not far from each other. Bristol City Cardiff. Bristol City at Aston Gate nine to four on. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Nine to four. There's a bottom there, league. They're a funny team. Bristol City aren't bottom of the league. No, Cardiff. Car- oh, Car- yeah, no, Bristol City are nine to four to win at home. Sorry, not odds on. Oh. Nine to four oh. up. Uh, nine to four to win. Basically I uh, caught my eye. Oh, I'd be a to gamble on, but at nine to four at home to beat Cardiff, you're struggling. It's caught my eye. But if you're going to talk about games to watch this weekend, United Everton. I mean Liverpool. Liverpool City, of course. But United Everton, the way United performed last time out, I mean, Southampton, I did basically lie down for them. And, and uh, I mean, United, United put Southampton to the sword. You give them credit when it's due. But Everton are playing well. It's a good win away at Leeds. Um, 
It was great, great win. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's got the makings of a really good game. That I think I know it's that old Trafford, <clears> but Everton are a handy side. But it's a top four class, really, top six class. I, I, um, I think I think Everton United screams Fernandez penalty. Oh, 80th minute, it just does. <laughs> Because, yeah. because both teams are going to lose it. And it's going to be one of those VAR things that we look at every week and we complain about when it's just what it's going to be. Yeah, it's a... I uh, wonder what the odds on that be. You know, I don't think you'd get 10 to 1 on that. You wouldn't, would you? Seven? Right, right. So, so we've got City win. We've got a Newcastle win. Joe, what do you reckon? Everton or United? Well, you... Well, if I was making an acro, I don't know if I'd want to put one to two United, uh, two to one odds on United a home win there. I think it's horrible odds. But I, I won't, I'm sitting with United, but staying in my acro, that's short price. Hey, yeah, I'm, looking, I, I'm putting Bristol City in against Cardiff. It's one of my picks because I think it's yeah. nine to four at home. It, it's well, Cardiff are favourites away, and unless I'm missing something, yeah, unless half the squad's out with COVID, and I'm, I'm completely missing something. How on earth? Or Bristol City nine four at home because because they do not look great. As somebody and Cardiff are hard to beat. And Cardiff Cardiff are a two. I think they've got one away. player below six foot. Yeah, they're so defensive. Like you just um. Not so, written all over it. One all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as these people go to their Premiership, I decided to go to my hometown team, Coventry City, against Watford. It's the half twelve kickoff in Sky Sports. If you want to watch it, you might tune in. Uh, absolute mincing. We lost against Forest in the week. Got absolutely cheated against. It was disgusting. Nah. <laughs> we should not have lost that game. Uh, I think we're the best team at the bottom seven. We can't score. We're down to. We're down to. We'll be the best team in League One next year. Yeah. Uh, we're down to one striker in our whole squad. Um, so we've had four injuries, four long-term injuries to all of our strikers. We're down to one striker in our whole squad, or one and a half. Uh, we'll go back to five at the back, which never worked. And Watford, who lost his QPR last week, which <coughs> they've got a bounce back. If you had a free five pound bet, I'd stick on Watford 2 0 win. Earlier in the season, it was like three two for Watford, and we probably should have won, to be honest, like Coventry. But if you got a free five pound bet, stick it on Watford 2 0. Right, right, Mitch, this is your chance for this to be edited out. You've just, you've just told our viewers to put a five pound free bet on your hometown team as you're wearing the shirt. And <laughs> being we haven't got a striker, but we've got one striker. We're going to end up playing five at the back again. Which we play five at the back. We're too defensive. We can't score, and we've got league. We've got we literally league goals at the back. We've got two players out due to COVID. Um, we, we're down to a bare bones team, and we're against Watford, who want to bounce back from a, a QPR loss in the week. It screams a two nil win. I mean, I, the I more I look at that lost. table, the more I think you're going down. By the way, Mitch. It's not yeah. looking good for Cardiff, is it? No, uh, one of them are. Listen, listen, our next lot of games, right? Watford, Norwich, like Brentford, uh, Swansea, like the top, top teams. Hey, the bottom wait, by March. I can't wait for Ch- uh, Cheltenham back in League One, Cove back in League One, rematch, <laughs> back at our place. Oh, was it was last time 6 1 when we tried to last time? Or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Cross it to we're we're good, yeah, I tell you, we'll bring we'll bring fifty fans to the Rico. Hey, the Rico, we'll the Rico, mate. Yeah, Andrew. Oh, St. Andrew, sorry, I forget you've been evicted <laughs> by cough wasps. I do forget. Um, yeah, anyway, so that that's our four games to watch. Obviously, I was going to say, I just want to add to it. If I was probably, I was probably just thinking of the prices then. 
a handy free throw. I don't know what the odds are by then because I haven't worked them out. But you've got Newcastle home against Southampton, Bristol City at home to Cardiff. And if you stick Watford at Cobb, Cobb if that's not a bad little free fold, you'll put in a yeah, five it's a on that. It's not a bad treble. You're not asking for too much there and you're getting good odds. That's, I might have to have a little look at that. Well, I was, I, speaking, of, speaking of betting, I did actually find, I thought, I was surprised to see you got Burnley at home to Brighton. That Burnley 7-2 to two to win or 3-1 to one for the draw. That's not nil-nil real over it. You could get a good double chance on that for Burnley. I'll tell you what. Ashley Barnes and Chris would have both out of injuries. They aren't going to score. And they're good at defending. That's got nil nil real mm. over it. It has. Brighton don't Brighton haven't been scoring much, but she, like I know they got a goal the weekend, but barely are. Oh, yeah, yeah well, somehow, but fair play. Oh, what was it? Three three to one for a draw. I reckon three to one for a draw. I reckon it's a good that could be a great that. Yeah. If we put on so the, the odds are a fourfold of Man United, Newcastle, City and Watford all to win is seventeen to one. According Five to that to be fair. Not a bad Other bookmakers are available, so I'm waiting for the sponsorship to reel in. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Yeah. Right, well, so, 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 you want to sponsor the podcast. So, um, I think if, if we head on to our bit of the orders, the and then we go for our bets for the weekend, then yeah. I think I certainly think that three to one draw is going to be mm, going to be about shit, somewhere now. That's a uh, absolute. Yeah, I, I can't wait to put that on now. I just want to say. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, so, so Joe. So, Joe, we're yeah. obviously talking about football here, but you want to put a tip for the weekend on the horses. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, so, Joe, on to the racing now. What are we thinking this weekend? Uh, we've got a lot of great racing in store. We've got the, um, the Dublin Racing Festival. We've got racing at Weatherby, Sandown. We've got the... Um, we've got the Cleaver, or sorry, at uh, Weatherby. There's sadly no Paisley Park. Uh, you've got the Cotswold Chase at Sandown. But what I'm really looking to bet this weekend probably will be the Irish Racing Festival. At the Dublin Racing Festival, should I say? Um, I'm looking at the novice um, hurdle. Holy Macaponi at eight to one. Really disappointing last time out. But um, the favourite at five to two is uh, Gala de Manal, which at five to two. I mean, I think it's a great horse. It's got all gears, but Holy Macaponi Holy beating it by eight lengths. To uh, not the last time out, the time before, which is a great piece of form. I mean, if it can find anything back to its old format, eight to one, it's got a great value bet. And I've got a, um, I've actually got Holy Macaponi at twenty-five to one for the uh, Albert Bartlett currently, just on the home, so it can regain some form. Um, you also got the Dublin Chase with Shaq and Paul Swell, which should beat Men. Men's got four lengths to find, and its best works over two miles four. That's the uh, Champion Chase winner and the, the Brian Air winner uh, waiting basically. Um, you've also I must must mention the Irish Champion Hurdle. You've got Honeysuckle against Sharjah again. Um, I think Sharjah edges it. Honeysuckle's been perfect so far in his career. Sharjah, I think Honeysuckle's a bit too slow over its hurdles. Um, and Sharjah takes that. Sharjah's very, the quickest and probably one of the best hurdlers in, in Britain and Ireland right now, especially over two miles, um, takes that. Um, and now I suppose we go to my bets for the weekend. I'm looking at the William Fry. Um, I've got Damalisk at six to one. It's definitely a progressive sort. And last time I absolutely bolted up at Navan. Uh, I think it'd take a lot to beat the tools. Um Honestly, at six to one, I think it's value on the day to drop into fours, fours, maybe even threes. Um, there's a lot of value there. A bit disappointed that Master McShay's gone to the Chanel Farmer. 
should have gone to Labrador Hurdle, which would have been a great shot at eight to one. But we move on from there. And I suppose the last the last thing I want to look at is the Irish Gold Cup. Um, I'm going to take Doubt at work at nine to two, four to one. I, I know a lot of people will be tipping them up at that price because if you're looking at value in the race, um, Manila and Defoe last time out, Kenboy still lost to Aplutar. That work was travelling all right in the Savills chase um, before falling. Again, body of work, still a top quality horse that you know if he turns up on the day, he's so much bigger than 5 to 1, 92. Um, a little mention to Storyteller at 16 to 1, who's beaten Doubt Work this year, albeit Doubt Work not being Doubt Work, Mr. Polis is jumping. A horse that always, even in defeat, always finishes strong. He stays on well. If he's in the fight near the end, expect a, a big run from Storyteller, bigger than the 16 to 1 price. Um, that's kind of where I'm looking at this weekend, but yeah, we're going to stick with Damalis gets six to one for the William Fry, and an outside bet on a Holy Macaponi for the, um, the novice hurdle on Saturday, the opener, which should be a, a brilliant race at Leopardstown. Right, just like Joe. Uh, right, Sam, what's your tip for the weekend? Tip for the weekend. Uh, I fancy, I fancy. Macclesfield, uh, Mansfield, sorry, at Forest Green. Oh, Macclesfield. Are. You've just offended every <laughs> Macclesfield fan now. Uh, uh, yeah. Who are they? I think there's a few. Definitely, rope new sales to Macclesfield have gone up bloody <laughs> a lot since that time's so, gone. So, Sam, Sam you, get, you go in Macclesfield and Forest Green. Why? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I hate Forest Green. Second of all, Mansfield look Mansfield look good. Nigel Clough has come in and he's done well. He's made them a better team and they can push up towards the top half. I think Forest Green's win against Carlisle was brilliant and it puts them in a really good position. But I think I think Mansfield at home will edge it. So what's the odds? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's I think it's five to four. I think it's worth a punt. So you put evens out of it. Yeah. Too bad. Right. I think okay, too Adam. Bad. Adam, what's your tip of the weekend? Um, I mentioned it earlier, but I think I'm going to have to sit with that three to one Burnley, Burnley draw. I actually I really like. You, that. Um, I really think it's going to be. A, yeah, it's going to be a nil nil roll over it, mate. We, I, yeah. I don't see Burnley scoring without Wood or Barnes, and I don't see them conceding against Burnley t- against Brighton exactly. team. But and nicking one nil wins when they're when they're lucky, they're getting one nil wins and sitting back. But I just don't think that's going to be the game. I think three to one great odds. I don't know what's, I don't know if that's on every bookies, but it's certainly uh, you can get that at any predominant Irish bookmakers. <laughs> I, I think I think um, definitely at least a double chance in that game. What way you swing on that would still get you a good price. But I think yeah, I do yeah. really. I'm really sold on that three to one in Acker the weekend. Um, there's a lot of big prices this weekend in football. Really, um, I mean, you, you do find some in the football league. What's but... the weekend, man? Even the Premier it's, it's a sticky weekend. Like you, You're looking at Newcastle, Southampton. You can get a solid price on Newcastle at home, but how does Southampton bounce back, as we've discussed? Um, yeah, decent be a, lot of value, a lot of value bets here, boys. Um, um, so, for my, my tip of the weekend, I've gone for a Barnsley versus Derby, come for a home win, 29-20. Uh, I know Derby have been on the bounce. They're on the, on the form, they're following their feet now under Rooney. But uh, they've just lost their best player, Christian Billet, for I think ACL for the rest of the, I'm not too sure. Uh, and it's clearly their best player. When he come back fully fit from his injury, uh, they improved their form, clearly improved. And he, 
he got like a really good grasp in the game. Uh, and without him, I can't see them actually doing anything. And if I can see them seeing a lot actually, uh, but I would say a draw would also be fair at eleven to five. Uh, so just over two to one. Uh, with obviously former goes against uh, Barnsley with two draws and three losses in the last five. And I think Derby have won three, lost one, drew drawn one, I think. Barnsley were so, dreadful against us in the week as well. Yeah. So I do think it really just go against them. But with Billick out, I do think Barnsley have a really good chance of 20 or 20. If not, go for 11 to 5 with some uh, better odds for the draw. I'll well, we wrap up the betting there, but uh, I'd just like to also remind everybody please gamble only if you're at age, gamble only what you can afford, and please gamble aware. Just a little disclaimer there, guys. Um, obviously, gamble responsibly all the time. the distance and watch this far I don't know how you've managed it to be honest but um, we definitely commend you uh, listen to our four uh, boring voices yeah we, we, we and awful have, opinions yeah terrible <laughs> opinions uh, under, undereducated opinions definitely but um, I hope you've enjoyed it guys We're, it definitely um, progressed as our experience moves on but um, we hope to be aiming to bring one once uh, once a week every month uh, record on the Monday out by Wednesday the aim um, follow our socials they will be on screen and um yeah just stay posted for more work but again yeah thanks for watching guys and take care